Hello, everyone. Thanks for checking out localjobnetwork.com radio. I'm your host, Tim Muma, and you're listening to Management Decisions, a podcast designed to give you some new perspectives and strategies for employers and those in upper management. Now, oftentimes, organizations have a mission statement, sort of as their backbone, yet our guest says there might be a better option. Stephanie Krieg is the founder of HR Culture Club, and she's joining LGN Radio to pitch moving away from that mission statement. Stephanie, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thank you for coming on the show. We do appreciate it. You know, it's an interesting idea here. Of course, the thought of mission statement, I'm sure people all have seen those, had those in some way. I guess maybe if you could give the listeners a a definition in your mind of what that mission statement is, and then a definition of what a purpose statement is, which is your suggestion. Okay, sure. So in my uh, humble opinion, um, I think a mission statement is something that is executed, like an accomplished goal. For example, I think it's very kind of heavy in the military. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going on a mission, something you complete. And it's given very strategically, like task by task, it's assigned to people. Whereas I think a vision statement allows for people to have a little bit more creativity, gives them a reason to get out of bed, like they know what the company, the goal of the company is. But then at the same time, they have the creativity to move within that goal or accomplish it. So why do you think that's important? Maybe that creativity side or flexibility versus everyone maybe seeing, okay, this is direct path to go. Why would you say it's better to have maybe some of that flexibility? I think it's very important, especially today with technology. I think that companies really need to be constantly evolving. A really good example that I can think of is comparing GM and Uber. They seem like kind of like a weird two things to compare. If you take a look at Uber, for example, they are more heavily into technology Mm -hmm. than they are into necessarily being a coming a taxi service company. And one of the things that they mention on their website in terms of purpose is Uber is evolving the way the world moves. So I think that that gives you a lot of creativity to figure out different ways of getting, you know, getting people to transport things differently. So when Uber announces that they're getting into delivery service, you don't think that's weird because of their purpose. Whereas if you look at GM, they have a mission statement, and basically it says it's a multinational corporation engaged in socially responsible operations worldwide, dedicated to provide products and services of host quality that our customers will receive. I mean, you get the idea. (laughs) Like, it's it's very long-winded. It's very, like, this is what we do. It pretty much tells people the scope of what they're trying to accomplish. And if you go outside that scope, then you're not within GM's mission anymore. Well, I think that, I mean, those are two fine examples of, of a quick difference between the two. And I think, I think our listeners can understand a little bit of, of how that might be uh, you know, important to differentiate between the two. I guess the question that comes to my mind, though, in general, why is it important to have anything like this? If you're an employee, I mean, you sort of have your own job as it is. You might have your own position, your own department. Uh, why do you think it's it's valuable to have this overarching statement, whether you consider it a mission statement, purpose statement, or a vision? So I think it's a couple of different reasons. Well, first of all, let's talk about millennials. It's a big hot topic. If you read anything about engagement and engaging millennials, they want purpose. Okay. They want a bigger... For example, people often ask me, what is a key component to having good culture? Well, actually, philanthropy is really big. Mm. So I think purpose kind of says that, like, hey, we're not just in the business to make money. We're in the business to serve our community at large. I think millennials can really get behind that. So I think that's one of the big things. Another thing that's important is you have a purpose in your life. I mean, people just feel like 
you know, there's a reason that we're here. I guess I'm getting a little metaphysical, but <laughs> there's a reason that we're here. Um, there's a reason that uh, we get up every day and we want to accomplish the things we want to accomplish. And if we if we go to an organization where there's other like-minded individuals, then that gives us a sense of fulfillment. And I think that people, that's why people work for companies is because they want that fulfillment. They want that bigger purpose. And then lastly, I mean, otherwise it'd just be chaos. If you don't even have a mission statement at minim- at a minimum as a company, just kind of chaotic. You know, why are we here? What are we in business for? What right. do we stand for? Okay. So those are, I think, three important factors. How about coming up with the purpose statement? You know, as you sort of give us the example between Uber and GM, the mission statement is so focused and direct and you have this specific path that you're looking to basically follow. When it comes to the purpose statement, how do you come up with that? I mean, are you getting some employee feedback? Are you, are you, I mean, I guess, where does it come from? How do you even create something like that? So I think the what you want to ask yourself or even ask your employees is what is the aim, the intention, or the reason for why we're here? So I think that's the biggest thing that you want to cover is the why you're here. Okay. And I think when you actually look at it, you're you're going to uncover that you're not really here. I mean, of course, businesses are out there to make money, but that's not the reason why you created the business. I mean, Airbnb, for example, was created because he needed to pay his rent and he figured he could rent out his place. Mm-hmm. So he kind of got in business to find a way to pay help cover his rent. And then he <laughs> offered that service to other people. So I think that you have to answer the why with your purpose, why why you're here. And whether you ask your employees that or you kind of already know. Another thing too, I don't know. Uh, so one of the other things you want to think about is you want it to be almost something that you can't accomplish. Hmm. You want it to be something that you're constantly on a quest for. Like going back to the Uber example, they're really more into technology than they are into car service. Right. And they're evolving the way the world moves. So for example, if we get away from cars, Uber is going to get away from cars and they're going to figure out another way to help people move. So they're constantly looking for different ways to help people move. And I think that's one of the things with a purpose is that it's a greater vision than you could even imagine accomplishing. Do you think then that when it comes to the mission statement versus the purpose statement, is there more of a difficulty with a large organization to have that purpose statement because you might have so many moving pieces versus a a smaller company, you know, kind of the new age idea of things. Do you see a difference in in being a a difficult transition to that purpose statement if it is a larger company? Not really. Uh, I guess that comes down to, and for example, in larger companies, you're going to have different cultures within the company. That's already a given. I mean, people are like, are you against? Are you for it? It's going to happen. I think that teams are already operating within larger companies are already operating differently. They have different values. That's fine. But if they're all working towards a common mission, if they all know at the end of the day, you know, why they're there, I think that that, that allows for the creativity, that allows for the differences of opinions, that allows for the different cultures to form. But at the end of the day, they're all reaching towards different goals. A great example I always think about too is like, for example, a large company like BlackBerry they were very focused on becoming the businessman's cell phone. You know, that was their, that was their thing. So if right. everyone within the company is focused on the business itself being the businessman's cell phone, everyone's going to think it's funny when a, you know, a cell phone company comes in without a little typewriter because businessmen would never want that. Whereas if you have this large organization and you have the differences of opinions, and let's say you're, you weren't necessarily the businessman's cell phone, but you were a communications company, I think then 
other people on different teams might come in and say, well, we're a communications company. Maybe we should take a look at this new technology mm-hmm. and maybe we should think about, you know, other ways that we can communicate. Sure. So I don't think it's a bad thing. I think as long as everyone knows the purpose and they have different ways to reach the purpose, I think it's good to have that difference of opinion. Well, I like the way you phrase it. There are different ways of reaching that purpose because I'm sure people are thinking, well, you know, my department is extremely different than than the one you know down the hall or whatever. But uh, to your point there, having a, a different way of getting to that overall purpose, I think is a great way to phrase it. Does it help with the purpose statement versus that mission statement, does it help if things don't go right or being able to adjust? Because I feel, as you mentioned, you have this clear path of the mission statement, but with that purpose statement, you sort of have a little more free reign. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And if you look at all, so hand in hand with great company culture, a purpose, a vision, and values. If you look at all the great companies, they, they're pretty much going to have these foundations in order to have great company culture. Value, having a value of failing is pretty common across the board. If you take Facebook, for example, they embrace failing. So if, if something does go wrong, okay, what did we learn from it? Right. How can we make it better? What was the purpose of doing this, failing at it, and then turning it into a success or a win? Okay. Maybe it's the skeptic in me or uh, just the way I tend to function. <laughs> uh, is it in all just semantics in the end? When you talk about purpose versus mission and you know, everybody's going to kind of go to the beat of their own drummer, of course. But if I'm sitting in my office and, and I hear mission statement, purpose statement, I don't know, whatever. It's all just it's all just words to me. How would you get it across to employees who might not be, I don't know, in the same way of thinking? Be like, yeah, this is my overall purpose. Um, I feel like mission statements within typically within a mission statement, you're going to find a purpose. The purpose statement is embedded within the mission statement. Mm-hmm. I think it's the typically the whole thing, um, the semantics. Yeah, I do agree with that to some degree that it is just words. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not that words aren't powerful, right. but you know what I'm saying. Oh, absolutely. So uh, so mission statements, I just feel like there are a lot of words. And typically, if you ask someone that works at like uh, any company, like for example, if you ask someone that worked at GM what the mission was, there's no way they're going to be able to recite it. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, huh? I mean, I think it has something to do with <laughs> superior. You know, they're going to have an idea, but right. they're not going to be able to recite it. Whereas I feel like if you give someone a purpose statement, uh, like, for example, I have a lot of friends. That I'm from Detroit, and I have a lot of friends that work at Quicken Loans. And I feel like if I ask anybody what the purpose is, they'll be like, oh, yeah, we're engineered to amaze. <laughs> they almost use it in their normal, everyday work. Like, for example, if I'm talking to a, to a friend and, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, I didn't get an email response back from this person. And my friend will be like, oh, they're not every client, every time, no exceptions, no excuses. And that's one of Quicken Loans' values. They call them isms, but it's one of their values. Okay. So I feel like when you have, like, again, their big purpose is engineered to amaze. And then you have all these values behind it. People like they can recite them like no other. Whereas if you go to GM, it's like, Hey, what's your mission? They're like, uh, to build cars. I don't know. (laughs) So it's a total different, like cultural mindset. Sure. In your experience then, and maybe again, from the people you uh, associate with or individuals you've talked with, do you get the sense that there is a change brewing because of sort of the millennial idea and, of course, creativity and flexibility? And you hear about all those terms. And it sounds like a purpose statement, if you phrase it that way, fits more into line with a mission statement. So do you see that change occurring more so? Is it slow moving? I guess what would your be assessment? Oh, yeah, I definitely think it's changing, um, especially with startup companies and millennials, like you said. So I feel like those are two popular things that are becoming, you know, like millennials are going to startup cultures. That's what they like. And I feel like startup cultures that have 
big visions and big purpose, even though maybe they can't necessarily provide, you know, the compensation or the perks of a large company, or I shouldn't say perks, but like some of the benefits of a large company. If they have a purpose and a millennial can rally behind it, they're going to take the lesser pay, the cooler culture and the bigger purpose because they feel a sense of fulfillment going there every day. Whereas if they go to a larger company, you know, with a mission statement and, you know, not necessarily that same fire and passion, it's two different, totally different ballgames. Sure. Well, Stephanie, I think it's an interesting topic, an interesting idea. And, and as you brought up, you know, the uh, millennials and startup culture, I think the, that definitely does play well with what you're talking about here. Uh, we are getting low on time, but we always like to give our guests the final word to give our listeners a takeaway from our conversation. So if there's anything you wanted to emphasize or a nice wrap up for what we talked about today, uh, where would you go with it? I would just say, you know, everybody wants a sense of purpose in their life, whether you're at work, you're at home, whatever you're doing. And I think having a big purpose, uh, again, combined with a sense of philanthropy and some net companies are really going to shift to coming up in these upcoming years. All right. Well put. With that, we will wrap up this edition of Management Decisions. And again, our look into eliminating the company mission statement and maybe instead opting for a purpose statement. Our guest today has been Stephanie Krieg. She's the founder of HR Culture Club, and you can find that at hrcultureclub.com. Stephanie, thanks again for joining us today. We do appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. And of course, we want to hear from you, the listeners, as well. So just shoot us an email to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions for any of our podcasts here on LJN Radio. Once again, I'm your host, Tim Muma. Take care, everybody.